Welcome to the My Chicago Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Rubin, and golly, has it been a busy week. Thank goodness the kids are back in school, and I was actually just really busy getting them ready to go back, and then also my full-time job kind of blew up. We had a trade show that was supposed to be in Vegas this week, and uh, we had to transition that from being a in-person event to a virtual event. So there was a lot of scrambling going on and I just didn't have a chance to release an episode last week. So glad to be here today. I've actually known today's entrepreneur for several years. I had met Kelly Brask at a networking event back when I was working to grow my health coaching business. We had clicked instantly because of her business, which is professional organizing. And it happens to be one of the other entrepreneurial ventures I had tried my hand at. Organizers have definitely grown in popularity of last several years with shows like The Home Edit and Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, and I know I certainly appreciate the calm that having a clean and organized home brings me. In this episode, Kelly discusses exactly what a professional organizer does and what niches of organizing she specializes in, and how she fared attempting virtual organizing during the pandemic. We also bond and have a laugh over our zero inboxing and attempts at minimalism. So here it is. Enjoy my interview with Kelly Brask, Certified Professional Organizer. Welcome to the podcast, Kelly. I'm excited to have you here because, as you know very well, but not necessarily the listeners of the podcast know, I tried my hand at professional organizing once upon a time. So I'd love to have you on the show and have you tell your story. Thank you. So tell me how you got started as a professional organizer, or maybe start by telling people what it is. I suppose most people have a sense of what professional organizers do with the home edit and Marie Kondo and all those things, but (laughs) share a little bit about what a professional organizer does and then get into your story about how you got to be one. Okay. Um, There has been a lot of spotlight on the industry in the past several years because of TV shows. And it's been an industry that's been around since the eighties, I think officially. Hmm. And there are many different niches. So some, Organizers work primarily with photos, some work with move management, some work with um, the boarding population. Um, I specialize in residence, home office, um, and Gmail cleanup. So, oh, really? I, for example, I'm proud to say that I have like well, three emails in my inbox. Currently. I'm a zero inbox girl too. And I have some friends who are like, look, I have 1000 email or a hundred thousand emails in my inbox. I'm like, Oh my God. I know. And they're all unread and that, that just, whew, that stresses me out. Yeah. Same. So, um, so how I started, gosh, this is going back a ways, but I lived abroad for many years and would come home to visit my family. And I would always like, you know, quote unquote, go through my stuff because I, I never thought I was going to live in Sweden for as long as I ended up living there. So I had stuff in storage at my dad's, my sister's, and some friends. And I would come home on vacation and kind of consolidate it and write inventory lists. And that just made me feel good because I knew I knew what was going on. And then several years ago, I was streaming some Chicago radio when I was living in Sweden and heard a professional organizer being interviewed. I was just like, wow, this is a thing that people can work with. And, and it was just a big epiphany moment for me. I felt like, you know, oh, now I know what I want to do when I grow up. And so I joined the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals soon after that. And that's almost 10 years ago. And that's when I started my um, career change to professional organizing. So I started by 
um, practicing on friends and my husband and my daughters <laughs> <laughs> and reading a lot of books and webinars. And then our family moved to Chicago a little over nine years ago. And that's when I started working as an organizer. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're primarily working in people's homes. Yes. Um, I do. Traditionally, I would go into people's homes and really guide them to make wise decisions about what to keep, what to not keep, and advise them on how I can help them get rid of what they don't want to keep. They have lots of good resources for recycling and consignment. And <laughs> I always tell people, I can't make magic happen. I can't make things fit where they don't fit. But mm-hmm. I want them to make the best decisions so that what they are keeping in their home kind of reflects their their values and their priorities and their goals and things that serves them well. And then we put everything away. So it looks nice. And so that they can find what they have. Mm-hmm. And so um, traditionally we would do that side by side, but I think we're going to talk about the um, impact of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think having somebody to help you make those hard decisions is what the benefit of really having somebody do it with you because you can easily be like, oh, I'll use this later, you know, but, oh, maybe having four dozen different pairs of shoes is totally fine, but having somebody well, to you get know, you, like, make those tough calls. Right. And I usually recommend the one in one out rule, which mm-hmm. means that if you want to bring something new into your home, you need to get rid of something of similar size and purpose. But shoes can be an exception. Of course, that. there's always exceptions. We, we do love our shoes. Don't <laughs> I'm not a shoe person, so it's easy for me to say that. <laughs> Do you have any other like favorite tips that you'd like to share? Like if you're somebody asks you what you do or you get into a conversation about professional organizing, do you have any, any good quality tips that you would share to somebody who might want to learn a little bit more about making those tough decisions? But definitely the one in one out rule. And also just really considering um, what is your purpose and your vision for your home and what's, you need to serve that because anything that you allow into your home is going to cost you, you know, the time, the, the, and the space and the energy, not, not just the money to, to procure it, but it's, it becomes a part of your home and mm-hmm. you have to maintain it and it gets in the way of finding other things. So you, you, like you said, the shoes or the saran wrap or the, um, you know, the cleaners, you don't need a store in your home. You don't need everything available. It's better if you have what you're using. And so that when you open the drawers or the closet or the drawer or the drawers, you can see what you have instead of trying to rummage around and, and not being able to um, even see what's in the back. So um, one piece of advice I learned from following the minimalists, which are these two. I love them. Gentlemen. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, like a wannabe like the... minimalist. I haven't gotten there yet. With children, it's very difficult. <laughs> exactly. Well, they are kind of at like the two t-shirts and a spoon level of minimalism. I'm, I'm not <laughs> there. But they talk about the 80, uh, sorry, the 2020 rule, which says that if you can replace something in under 20 minutes for under $20, then you don't need to keep it for quote unquote, just in case. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you can borrow it from a neighbor or, or run over to, you know, the, the store and get it, then don't keep these huge bases and, um, you know, whatnot that's clogging up your, um, your closets, but also like your, your line of vision. 
because if you were to need it, you can probably replace it quickly and cheaply. Mm-hmm. And feeling relieved of that pressure to have everything available just kind of gives us a, a sense of relief and liberation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me personally, I find just the, the the clutter is just mentally very distracting to me, and it I always feel like I need to be cleaning up. And there is a cost. There is definitely a, a mental cost to. And even like time cost of having all that stuff around that you don't need regularly. Exactly. Like, like I kind of enjoy organizing with my daughters. I have three daughters and I feel like I'm, I'm teaching them skills and it makes me feel better when stuff's in order, but I'm sure they would rather be, you know, going for a bike ride with me or playing a game. Than, well, my kids than, are the worst about mm-hmm. picking up after themselves. Yeah. Right. So just not having all the stuff that demands your attention allows you to give your attention to the people and the activities that bring more value. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to get into the thing you alluded to before, which is what was pandemic organizing like? I mean, obviously being on hand and physically being able to touch and move things is an important part of working with the professional organizer. So tell me about how that went for you. It is. So in the fall of 2019, I had been organizing for about, I don't know, eight-ish years. And I decided that I was ready to sit for the exam that would give me the um, distinction of being a certified professional organizer. And this involved a lot of preparation. I had to document it was like 1,500 hours of working over a certain oh, wow. period and sit for this 100-question exam. And so I studied and worked very hard and passed. And so it was a very proud moment. And I felt like, you know, this is going to be... 2020 is my year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, this was going to put me on the right trajectory. And and 2020 started out great. I had um, some old clients return. I had some new clients. Um, business was building. And then very suddenly you all know the story mm-hmm. it was like let's not meet up so much <laughs> so within a week I had emailed most of my clients and said you know either you know we talked about about working next month or we have such and such on the calendar and let's just reconsider and maybe postpone it a month or so and um <laughs> month turned <laughs> into a year plus to a very long time. So um, I said that I'm a member of the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals, and which has been around, I think, 35 years. So they have a ton of supporting resources, and they released several um, webinars and educational seminars um, for free to help people use this downtime to, you know, to keep up their professional development. I did a couple of different classes on, I did very many classes <laughs> in my downtime, but I did a couple of classes on virtual organizing and then tested it out on, on um, some contacts. And the, the people that I, I worked with virtually loved it because, you know, I they carried around their, their phone and I got to see and give advice and they took notes. But, but for me, it didn't feel like that was how I wanted to do organizing. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was hard to see it so two-dimensionally. However, um, because I couldn't go in for, se- for several months comfortably um, and more physically, I started developing the Gmail 
curriculum that mm. I now work with clients. Because um, I knew that my own Gmail was in order and everyone's always impressed with that. So I made a list of, you know, the order that I recommend to do to, to clean things up and to learn things and end up working with several of those projects, which was nice. There's also a software called, um, or a platform called Airtable, hmm. which is kind of database meets, um, meets spreadsheet um, and magical. Mm-hmm. And I was using it for my own um, CRM and to organize other aspects of the data in my life. And I got a couple of inquiries from other professional contacts that could I build them some workspaces and databases and CRMs and tools. So I played around with that a while and then um, developed some, some good templates to, to sell and teach. So that's cool that in front of my computer a lot. And <laughs> it's very different being stuck in front of a computer all day, but it, it was, but it was, it was still, you know, one aspect of organizing. Like I said, there are many, many different niches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at what point were you able to get back in with people? Um, so last fall, last winter started working a bit more, with clients, you know, just trying to keep distance and everyone wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, everything came in waves. Mm-hmm. Once vaccinations came, then I had lots of emails from to and from people saying, oh, we've been waiting. We thought that we'd use the pandemic to get organized and use all the advice you taught us, but it's only oh, yeah. gotten worse. So please, please come back. No, yeah, yeah. That's one of those things I'm like, oh, since I've got this time at home, I'll organize. And I've always had it on my list to like pare down and be a little bit more minimalistic. Oh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah, me too. I, you know, have some old boxes of nostalgic letters and papers and photos and thought that I would take a good chunk of time and read those down again like I'd like to do every few years but mm-hmm. I never had any chunks of time I was mm-hmm. you know monitoring remote learning oh and yeah that was the worst over the CDC data so <laughs> it, it was a, a, a strange chapter yeah for sure so we didn't talk about this but I'm curious what area do you serve oh I live on the north side of Chicago um but I will serve all the way down to park up to like Northbrook. So okay. I, you know, wherever I'm comfortable um, driving where the traffic isn't too bad. Right, yeah. but I, do, I do love working close to home. So like, you know, Lakeview, Lincoln Park, Roscoe, North Center. Okay. Very good. Anything else you'd like to share about your business before we get to your nominations? Oh, um, I'm vaccinated and I'm thrilled to be back in homes. So if any of your listeners have organizing projects, both, you know, home, like I know pantries are popular, unpacking is popular because everyone's moving, but also paper. I mean, those people who love the paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> contact me because I'm thrilled to be back at work. That's awesome. All right. Hit me up with your nominations. Okay. Let's pull up my list here. Um, so first of all, I wanted to nominate um, a local restaurant. I don't know the owner. I've seen her name is Jamie, but the place is called Lizzie J Cafe. And they were one of my favorite restaurants to go to back when they were going 
when we were going to restaurants more often. Mm-hmm. Um, it's local, it's not a chain. Got great breakfast, great grits. Lovely, lovely place. Um, second is my chiropractor, Dr. Kathleen Morris at the Body Lux RX at Rockwell and Irving. Um, she has decades of experience and has magical hands and fingers. And I always leave there feeling straighter and breathing easier and knowing that my body is more aligned. So the Body Lux RX is a favorite place. And then I have a friend named Laura who started a company called Skipagosh. Which, which is a party planning and party supply business. And she started it in the middle of a pandemic. So I admire her for her boldness and her success and love following her on social media and think good for her. And I'm, I'm so thrilled that it's going well. Awesome. Nice, diverse group of businesses. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, Kelly. I loved hearing a little bit more about how things have been going for you. Thank you. Nice catching up with you too, Carrie. Thanks for listening. You can find links to and addresses for Kelly's nominated businesses and her phone and email contact information at mychicagopodcast.com forward slash Kelly dash Brask or by visiting the podcast social media pages on Instagram and Facebook at mychicagopodcast. If you're a Chicago small business and would like to be interviewed, drop me a line on social media or on my website at mychicagopodcast.com forward slash b-a-guest. And last but not least, be sure to visit Kelly at kellybrask.com to schedule some time to get organized today. Have a great week, Chicago. See you next time.